0: keep kicking it. I think I hit this desk and different parts of the chair and everything. Like, yeah, just, I never noticed it until I go back Wait, to edit yeah, the episode. It to it and you're and like, what? I try to edit that stuff out, you guys. But when it shows up in the episode, it's just Sorry, because I couldn't. You we're know? human. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery podcast. And, and I am Kara. <laughs> I was taking a drink and she was about to say, and I'm Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Megan. That's Kara. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> happy tuesday i've got an episode for you do you i do i also have a pounding headache and i'm on a wide variety of medication this is a lot i'm a little like okay when i was trying to think of what to do this episode on Uh i was talking to a friend of mine and he mentioned sleep paralysis and i was like i have that wait okay i didn't mean to tell you (laughs) okay do it again i won't go back i'm gonna did head. i mention i'm on a lot of medication okay go back go back go back and say can you just pretend? say you're megan again can you pretend it's a mystery so you're megan again <laughs> and i'm tara this is the wishes magic murder mystery podcast great i'm here at the episode. yeah are, are you, you ready, ready for say this it? friend mentioned something about nope i didn't say anything i don't know what you you're got some delusional <laughs> <laughs> <I lie. laughs> um okay okay I'm just going to talk about something you, pr- you have no idea what it's going to be. I've never experienced it ever before <laughs> in my life. In a 2019 episode 19. of mm. an <sighs> episode of NPR's podcast, Shortwave. I do love NPR. I do, too. And they've got so many good oh ones. Oh, my gosh, yes. Josh Smith recounts something that happened to him when he was 16. Mm-hmm. He'd had sex with his girlfriend that night. He? and he was <laughs> And he was stressed about it. Oh, he was raised in the Christian faith and he worried mm-hmm. that he would go to hell for having sex yeah, before really, marriage. He so he got did. really he preoccupied with really it. He really did. Yeah. Jesus murdered him. We've all been there. This stress <laughs> on top of the normal stress of being 16, plus the fact that he thought his parents might get a divorce. They all combined to make one big stress ball weighing this mm-hmm. kid down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He fell asleep, but woke up around one or two in the morning. Next to his girlfriend or no? No. Okay. Just hopped back home. Okay. The room was completely dark. Uh-huh. A figure appeared out of the left side of my peripheral, Smith recalls. It was humanoid, and it was pale white. Oh, my God. No pigment in the skin, (laughs) no eyebrows, no facial hair, none of that. But the eyes were the deepest of deep. (gasps) Just darkness. Just the abyss. That's a terrifying description. Can you imagine waking up, and there's, like, some humanoid, pale creature? Staring into your soul with its black eyes. Josh tried to call for help, but he Uh couldn't move at all. Uh Uh-huh. Then he saw a hand slowly creeping toward his face. In his mind, Josh started calling out for Jesus over and over because he Jesus couldn't talk to do it. And about 15 to 20 seconds later, the figure vanished. I would never sleep. Jesus again. took the wheel there. He did. But for Josh, at least, he had some idea of what was going on. He'd been dealing with this sort of thing since he was five. He'd go to sleep uh-huh. and he'd wake up in the middle of the night, uh-huh. unable to move. Although he's never been officially diagnosed, doctors agree, based on his description of his experiences, that Josh is dealing with sleep paralysis. Oh, Kara, have you ever had sleep paralysis? Megan, I have it all the time. All the time? All the time. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Sophie can astral project herself into places. It's really cool. Like, what? her stories are insane. Like, very accurate, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. But, no, I get sleep paralysis to the point where, like... I've never done it with you around, but I'll be laying there drenched in sweat. And it only happens when I'm laying on my back. Like if I fall asleep and wake up on my back, Mm -hmm. eyes will open. And the dream, it's not even a nightmare at that point, but the dream that I'm having will be happening in the room that I'm in. So I can still see like if it were a hotel room, I'd see the dresser, the TV, the curtains Mm -hmm. and stuff, the bed. But I can't move. Mm -hmm. I can't speak. I can cry, Mm -hmm. but I can't say anything. My breathing changes hmm So it's just, it's insane. My brother, I know twice when I was a kid. So my brother's six years older. So I would have been like middle school age, probably when this happened. But there was two times where his room was across the hall from mine upstairs and our rooms were the only ones upstairs. Mm-hmm. And he woke up not screaming, but like, you know, panicked, terrified, yeah. yelling. And he was yelling like, get off me, get mm-hmm. off me. And I remember being like, What is happening? Somebody's trying to get me. I assumed, of course, that it was a nightmare. Yeah, and now that I've read about it, I'm like, I think it was Mm -hmm. sleep paralysis. I think that's what he had. Because I'll go into the description in just a second, but I'm like, that's that's what it was. Yeah. And another friend of mine talked about the same thing, and he was like, you know, it felt supernatural. Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy. It's usually stress-induced for me. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that they think is a Mm -hmm. trigger for it. So, sleep paralysis is the inability to move or speak upon falling asleep or awakening and is often coupled with hallucinations. In particular, people with sleep paralysis tend to hallucinate a human-like, shadowy figure Mm -hmm. approaching them who then sits on the sleeper's chest and suffocates them. These general characteristics of the experience are reported worldwide, regardless of cultural context. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time sleep paralysis is also accompanied by noises like a loud buzzing, sensations of being dragged out of bed or flying, and difficulty breathing. And about half the population has experienced it, which I thought was like yeah, surprising that it's that yeah. many people. Yeah. One of the articles I've read said about 1 in 5 people has had sleep paralysis at least once. Oh my gosh. But I don't think that's I've ever had it, and I feel like I would remember because it, it well, seems I'm, really I'm terrifying. Your one in 5. Yeah. 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 Good. Still, even though it seems pretty prevalent, we still don't know what really causes it. People all over the world have developed their own cultural paranormal explanations for it. So let's take a look at a few of them. Let's deep dive into it. Um. Also, pronunciation disclaimer just forever. Guys, I just have okay? everything in mind, so don't even. We're about to go into different countries with different languages and they different words. You. Apologies in advance. Okay. In medieval England... Mm-hmm. Sleep paralysis is caused by an incubus or a succubus. Oh. So a lot of us have heard of this demon. Yes. The incubus attacks uh, women. The uh-huh. succubus attacks men. Basically, the demon lays down on a person while they're sleeping and tries to have sex with them. And that probably sounds fun to some of you, but trust me, it's, it's scary. No, it's, it's so scary. creepy. In Scandinavia, they have the mare, which is short for nightmare. Oh. The mare is a damned woman, and her body is carried mysteriously during sleep and without her noticing. In this state, she visits villagers to sit on their rib cages while they're asleep, causing them to experience nightmares. Huh. In the Southern United States, we have the same lore, except she's known as the Night Hag. Huh. I also found one reference that said in the Southern United States, sleep paralysis is sometimes referred to as witch riding. So I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> it's like I only saw it in one source, and I I live in the southern United States. I've never heard it in my life, but I couldn't leave that out. Kara's <laughs> about to explode. It's like so many jokes. My head and hurts. I have so many things to say. In Fiji, the experience is interpreted as kana mm-hmm. which is being eaten by a demon. Oh, in Mexico, <laughs> sleep paralysis is known as Semi subio el muerto, roughly translated as a dead body climbed on top. Oh, God, no, thank I you. I know. Like, that's terrible. No. In Catalonia, Spain, it's believed that a black animal invades houses at night and steps over the sleeper's chest, causing sleep but paralysis. Of course, it would be a freaking cat. I know. Cats sit in the weirdest places. Oh, I know. And that sounds similar to Italy, where the panda fece. Mm-hmm. is often described as a malevolent witch or a terrifying giant cat. Okay, of course it's a cat. Yeah. In South Africa, it's caused by mm-hmm. mm. Sagatelolo, <laughs> which is black magic, involving a threatening dwarf-like creatures huh? called Tokoloshi. Yep, I like those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Turkey, it's referred to as Karabasin, a wicked supernatural entity wearing a wide-brimmed hat, enters into the room and strangles the victim with its head. Jesus. Hands. I know. There's a few more. Canadian Eskimos attribute sleep paralysis to the spells of shamans who oh. hinder the ability to move and provoke hallucinations of a shapeless presence. I see that. Mm-hmm. That's I mm-hmm. can definitely. In the Japanese tradition, sleep paralysis is due to a vengeful spirit who suffocates his enemies while sleeping. Oh. So... You can see a lot of common things. Yes. A lot of people, it's like some kind of humanish creature. It's vengeful. And it lays on them. Like they feel a weight on them and they feel like they can't Mm -hmm. breathe. So here's what happens when we sleep. Here we are for another science lesson with Megan. I love it so so much. We go through cycles of REM and non-REM sleep. REM, REM, stands for rapid eye movement. Uh Your eyes move around quickly in all directions, but your brain doesn't get any visual input from it. And REM sleep is when we dream. So you fall asleep, you go through a non-REM cycle first, and then a REM cycle, and then non-REM, and you're basically in and out of REM sleep throughout the night. Mm -hmm. During REM sleep, your brain is super active but completely asleep, and neurotransmitters send a message to your voluntary muscles telling them not to move. It's called REM-Atonia. And it keeps us from physically acting out all the stuff we're doing in our dreams. Because if not, you would just be sitting there like running and moving your hand. You know what I mean? And so your brain's like, don't do that. Like, stop. Let's stop. Just this. later. Let's just stop. Yeah. All of that's completely normal. This Atonia thing is something we all experience. It's just that you're not aware of it. right? Your brain is unconscious and fully asleep. Uh-huh. With sleep paralysis your body still does all these totally normal things, oh. except now your brain is wide awake and fully conscious. Mm-hmm. So that's the theory on what it is, but we still don't know why it happens. Yeah. We do know some of the more common triggers, stress and disrupted sleep schedules. And there may also be links between sleep paralysis and anxiety disorders or panic disorders. Oh. Sleep experts also think there might be a genetic component. Oh, About 75% of the time, Sleep paralysis involves hallucinations, and the majority of them are frightening. Right. Like I told you when I went through all those cultural variations Uh of the demons, the whole feeling is like something sitting on you or choking you and you can't breathe. I think it's really interesting that that's what everyone experiences, and they all have this very similar paranormal explanation for it. Remember how the REM atonia thing uh-huh. paralyzes your involuntary yes. muscles? Yes. So your heart and your lungs, they're not involuntary. Right. So it's not like you—not like everything stops. Yeah. But the muscles in your arms and legs are what are yes. more effective. Yeah, yeah. So during REM sleep, your breaths are quicker and more shallow. Uh-huh. You're kind of on autopilot. Yeah. You're not really in control of your breathing. You know? Right. You're not thinking your about it. It's just doing it. Yeah. So when you have a sleep paralysis event and your body is doing all these things, but you're aware of it, oh. like you try to take a deep breath and you can't yeah. because you're still okay. in that Atonia state. And then, of course, you panic mm-hmm. because most of the time we breathe without thinking. You yeah. don't have to think about yeah. it. It's, it's a reflex. Yeah. And then if you start thinking about it, then you're like, how am I supposed I, to? Yeah. Wait, how does one breathe? So then you panic and uh-huh. that makes you breathe harder and deeper and you can't. And so it just kind of compounds yeah. itself, you know, and makes it even scarier. It's just scary to not be able to control your body right. the way it's you're doing So it's very easy in that situation to come up with a demonic reason for what you're dealing of with. Of course. Yeah. In fact, sleep paralysis hallucinations are frequent frequently. They are frequently <laughs> frequently <and> <laughs> <influenced>. <laughs> they are frequently influenced by a person's culture. <laughs> if you've grown up in a culture that believes a succubus comes to take your breath in the middle of the night. Then you're going to keep thinking that. Obviously, yeah. if it happens to you, you're going to be like, this is it. The succubus is here. Take my breath yeah. away. <laughs> I think this is interesting. Some researchers even think that some alien abductions are actually episodes uh-huh. of sleep paralysis. Because uh-huh. if you think about it, if you're a Megan, big... Megan, we already think that I've been abducted by <laughs> aliens. This and just confirms. And we know that you've had sleep paralysis. But yeah, confirms it's it. like, if you are a person who super believes in aliens... And then you have a sleep paralysis event. It's going to be real easy if you're seeing these shadowy figures for you to be like, oh, it's aliens. Because that's the context you have in your brain for what it could be. Yeah. One of the articles I read was called Sleep Paralysis and the Monsters in Your Mind. And oh. they did a study about how cultural beliefs impact sleep paralysis. And I loved this because I'm a huge nerd. So let's yeah. let's keep learning. Let's let's dive into so it. So in the study, they looked at a bunch of different cultures, but we're going to focus on two of them. Okay. Um, in Egypt, sleep paralysis is thought to be caused by a djinn or genie, a supernatural creature that terrorizes and sometimes kills its victims. Oh. But in Denmark... Danes believe that sleep paralysis is a symptom of severe stress. They don't have some big creature. I want to go. A Year of Living Danishly. If you all Mm. never read that book, read it. It's so, so good. good. This study. Of course, they'd be the practical ones. I know. They're like, it's stress. Everybody calm down. This study said that it appeared that the more people fear sleep paralysis, Uh the more they experience it. and the stronger the effects are so not just in egypt but in all cultures where there's like a scary supernatural explanation yeah this lore around sleep paralysis is different than other cultural supernatural Uh explanations for things i mean a long time ago before we kind of had all the scientific knowledge that we have now and just all the knowledge period that we have now yeah when something would happen we'd be like oh well that's something magical happening or yeah. you know what I mean um, yeah. like the sun coming up is not the sun coming up it's a yeah. magical event so it makes sense that we would come up with those kind of explanations right and that's generally not a big deal because we learn and we yeah we replace it but with sleep paralysis for people who think there's a creature behind it or black <laughs> magic or something it feels inescapable yeah it goes from being just oh it's a brain glitch my REM sleep is right. being weird yeah to a chronic and potentially fatal condition Oh, so here's a quote from that article with a study. Once sleep paralysis occurs, it is subsequently interpreted through the lens of fear, leading to more anxiety and unwanted awakenings and effectively more sleep paralysis. This vicious cycle, which I call the panic hallucination model, continues to feed into itself until sleep paralysis becomes chronic, prolonged and worse yet, potentially psychopathological. The disorder itself has been transformed by the things people believe about it. Being so afraid of it makes it scarier when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then that gives you anxiety and stress about it happening again. Happen because you're so stressed and anxious because stress triggers Uh it. So those who dread it are more likely to experience it, which is awful. Yeah. And then on the whole, sleep paralysis is almost twice as common in Egypt in comparison to Denmark. And the explanation from this study would be because in Egypt, they're afraid of it more. Here's one last thing. Remember how I said that they think there might be some kind of link between social anxiety and panic disorder and sleep paralysis? So that study found that Egyptians who experienced sleep paralysis had more trauma and anxiety than those who'd never had sleep paralysis. And in another study by the same researchers, they looked at people in Abruzzo, which is a Mm -hmm. region of southern Italy, and they found that the fear during sleep paralysis... And the fear of dying from it was linked to trauma and depression symptoms. So when I read that, I was like, oh, so like, it's not necessarily that if you have a stress disorder, mm-hmm. you're going to have sleep paralysis. Right. It could be that because you have sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. you develop a stress disorder. Yeah. It could go either way. Right. I think the first time I read that, I thought, oh, so having a panic disorder or anxiety problem uh, makes me more susceptible to yeah, it. But that's no, not necessarily. No. So um, which one came first, the chicken or the egg? Right? Okay, so now that we've learned all about this, uh-huh. I know the kinds of things lurking in my brain. So it's like, mm-hmm. even though I have this understanding of it, I don't yeah. want to experience it. Right, exactly. So if you're like me and you want to avoid sleep paralysis, there's one article that gave a few suggestions: don't nap, mm-hmm. get as much sleep as you can in your like so you're getting one a sleep a day. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, because they think that being sleep deprived makes it like you fall asleep quicker. Yes, and that seems to as be a problem. As yeah, yeah. And then don't sleep on your back. And you mentioned that, too. Yeah, yeah. Which I exclusively sleep on my Mm -hmm. back, pretty much. So it's like, I mean, sometimes I'll turn on my side. But for the most part, that's where I'm most comfortable. If you encounter someone who experiences sleep paralysis, comfort them. Explain what you've learned about what it actually is. So it isn't maybe as scary if it happens again. And also usually for people, it only happens once or very rarely. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you've had it regularly, you know, if it does happen regularly, you should maybe see a sleep specialist. They can diagnose it by often looking at personal and family health history And you don't necessarily have to do a sleep study. And then specialists can also refer the person to someone who can help identify the triggers of their sleep paralysis, which you Mm -hmm. already seem to know yours is stress in an effort to stop it. Wow. So that's all. You know what? I have not had an episode since I started taking ADHD meds. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if you're sleeping better. I bet I am because I'm able to fall asleep easier, not quicker, but easier. My mind isn't constantly racing with all the what ifs, what do I need to do this week type stuff. I fall asleep. Oh, Megan can fall asleep within seconds. I mean in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom makes it's that joke really a lot, but it's travel. true. <laughs> her to just like creepily watch I'm out. It's kind of amazing. I love it. I just fall like, asleep real quick i just i won't I just stay there watching you sleep it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's what friends do <laughs> that's what friends are for no i'm just like scrolling through tiktok sending you yeah. things until i fall asleep yeah so that's the episode this well, tuesday that's a good one i thought it was interesting yeah i really didn't know a lot about it and i didn't know how much there would be to say about right it until i really started looking into right. it. right but i think the whole thing about how The context of your culture, Mm -hmm. because that's true for a lot of things, right? It's really just easily on display with sleep paralysis. But, you know, our brains kind of take what's around us and they just absorb it even though we don't even notice it like right. you'll see i don't remember what article and maybe it wasn't true but it says that you don't see faces that you've never seen before in your life like you don't just like make them up in your dreams like the random um, strangers that are in your dreams are actually people you've seen you just haven't paid attention to I've but you had have. that story idea as like in the back of my head it's like yeah. a possible yeah. like, thing to write about you should and i've also had the thought of like if you're dreaming about a person who's just some random striker, are they dreaming about, you? They dream about you yeah <gasps> oh. and what does that mean and so why undivided. yeah mm-hmm. okay okay well thank wow, you guys. guys thank you so much um we would love to hear from you you can find all of our contact info in the show notes yep we'd love for you to join the facebook group yep oh, oh my gosh everybody's so active in there it's my it. favorite it's so fun yeah okay we love you so much goodbye goodbye